0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. I've talked to many, many people, in fact, most in the top 10 in the world in IFPA, except for this person. That's all about to change. From Denmark, Peter Anderson joins us. Hi, Peter. How are you? I guess I'm great. Thanks. I'll be seeing you very, very soon at the EPC and the Danish Pinball Open. Looking forward to going to PinLab. This is going to be a lot of fun in your hometown of Copenhagen.
1: Yeah, it's it's great having the home court advantage here. I hope to do very well.
0: <laughs> You've had a good year so far. I mean, I saw what you did at IFPA 16 in Italy when you came in third. And uh, yeah. look look at those top two and Johannes and Danielli. I mean, those two were on fire, but you were right there.
1: Yeah, I was. I was close. I was very close. I, when I was in the lead playing Daniele for the final spot in the finals, it was so close. I was just one match away from getting there.
0: And he came back, and it was crazy. Okay. <laughs> Describe yeah. what it was like for those who didn't see.
1: Yeah, it was It was just amazing to see how, how well they were playing those two guys. They did an amazing job, and the final, I've never seen anything like that
0: before. And that's something I've learned from watching that IFPA 16, is that you're never out of it. I mean, case in point, Daniele looked like he was going down to you in the semifinals. Johannes looked like he was a dead duck in the finals. You just never, ever count someone out. That's a good lesson for anybody playing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That, uh, that Dracula, I've, I guess most people have seen that. It's, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> I bet you I've watched it 10 times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least it's you get amazed every time. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing.
0: For those that don't know, Johannes had to come back with $3 billion on his last ball to catch Danielli, yeah. and sure enough, that's what happened too. But let's talk about what's going to be happening here. Now, before we get to the EPC and the Danish Pinball Open... You and I are going to be playing a little pinball profile world tour event at one of your places, and I'm going to boot the name, so make fun of me. I call it Flipper K. Larden, but that's not exactly right. How do you say it?
1: It's close. It's Flipper K. Larden.
0: Okay. Us English-speaking people who obviously have weak tongues, don't know how to say it, but thank goodness you correct it. Really, it's the Flipper Basement, and I'm looking yeah. forward to that event. We're going to have a flip frenzy, and in fact, before it even went on IFPA, all right, and it's on there now, it's an IFPA-sanctioned event, it was almost half sold out. That's how many people are going to be coming to this event. So if you want to get in, go to the Facebook page for Pinball Profile, see the events there in Copenhagen when we're going to be at the Flipper basement. Peter will be there. And in fact, uh, somebody I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, a partner in crime for you is Soren.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's the, the guy making the, the tournament rules for the old games that, are, that can't really be playing in tournament games.
0: I was in Free Play, Florida last year, and we played Radical, and I'm like, "This is a radical, radical," in the sense that yeah. it had the Sorum roms, and we've seen a lot of his his roms. So he does amazing things. He'll be there at this uh, pre-event yeah. too, and tell us about the Flipper Basement. Give me, a, okay, this is home field advantage for you. Let guys yeah. like me know who are coming in there with thousand dollars in prizing to come to this big event. I've got all kinds of stuff from Stern, from Jersey Jack, from Deep Root, from Comet Pinball, from Pin Stadium Lights, from Meiselman and you look store so it's going to be a lot of fun what kind of games are we going to see what's this atmosphere like in the basement in Copenhagen
1: it's a great place we uh, we have around 25-30 machines yeah we have uh, a big, uh, big big band of uh, machines I just purchased Jurassic Park so that's going to be there wow so that's uh, of course the newest game we have in there and then yeah
0: but it was a nice mix of old games, too. I wasn't sure what I would be seeing when I go to Denmark if it was all going to be new games or was it going to be a lot of older games. I didn't know what in it would the,
1: be, yeah, in the, in the sort of place and you see some uh, sometimes strange titles, and we, we like to mix things up. We have the uh, we have Magic uh, flaw from Sagaria. we have Space and Raiders. We have Metallica, newer games, and Star Wars Pro. We have Street Fighter 2. Uh-oh. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a multi ball game. All right. Um, Genesis as well.
0: Genesis, we've yes. Got
1: a, we've got the alternate Black Blast, though.
0: So. Okay, good game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fun game, yeah. I like it a
0: lot. Peter, you've only been playing competitively for six years, and yet you're in the top 10 in IFPA. I know you've had a, we talked about your great year, but it wasn't just the IFPA 16. You did well at the PIN Olympics, too, in Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a fun uh, tournament as well. And I'm going there just before IFPA again, actually, they're hosting uh, IFPA Midsummer Open. And again, it's like totally in like 10 tournaments, but you can't play them all, but it's like you can get some good good points, and a lot of fun.
0: Well, you played in, let me see, you played in eight events at the Penn Olympics in Germany earlier this June, and I look at what Colin Urban did in Australia with the, what are there, oh, eight, yeah. ten events? <laughs> I amazing. mean,
1: boom, yeah. look out! Yeah, yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in like, what, uh, ninth or something
0: now? He I is, remember. at the time of this recording, Colin Urban oh, is in si- sixth. He's in sixth. He's knocking at the door, Keith Owen, hoping that Papa doesn't put in the Pinberg results anytime soon because he's right there. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> he had a yeah, the complete full week.
0: <laughs> I think that's the way to go. I mean, I yeah. might have to come to Germany next June if that's when it's going to be and check yeah. this out because are you kidding me? A week of great, <laughs> great tournaments? The only problem yeah. is for someone outside of your beautiful country and continent, I want to see the city. I want to see the country. I want to see all yeah. the different <laughs> places. So I don't know if I'm going to be confined to just pinball. I can for no. short periods of time.
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's a big trip to just go
0: for pinball. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> challenge accepted. Darn right. So I've never been to the European Pinball Championships. This is a major. We talked about Danielli, Yorin, yourself. I yeah. mean, all the heavyweights are going to be there. And Greg yeah. Pavarelli somehow, yeah. someway, twisted my arm, convinced me and said, hey, do you want to play on Team America? First of all, I'm Canadian, so I have to give him a geography lesson. But maybe he meant Team yeah. North America. I could be wrong. So what yeah. is what? What have I got myself into? What is this Team America battle? What's going on with that?
1: Um, well, uh, we have a there's going to be a team tournament there, and um, uh, it's like a five player team. Not really sure about the uh, fifth player, how it's it's going to be. But it uh, it'll be fun, I'm sure, and uh, <laughs> the best team will, of course, win. I hope the uh, home court advantage will uh, make us proud.
0: Well, you've got some greats there, no question. I mean, Denmark has a lot of good players. I mean, who's your number one rival in Denmark? Would it be Mads? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Mads Christensen, we have
1: an player as well. Yeah, Mads Christensen is uh, like the the old timer, uh, but a great player. <laughs> the old timer is yeah.
0: going to be coming to our pre-pinball profile <laughs> World Tour event, so I'll tell him you said that.
1: Yeah, he 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 has he, played pinball like forever, uh, Rich Teter and all the yeah the big guys from back then. And uh, but we have an upcoming player as well. He's called Emil.
0: Yeah, he's 31 years old, and he's already ranked 108 at the time of this recording. He has done a lot in just three years of pinball, and he also really benefited from that massive pinball Olympics in Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. And then we have the fourth play in the fourth place. uh, on the Danish cleaning list uh, Bo Mertens who is uh, the host the primary host he's the owner of the place where uh, where the EPC is held
0: oh okay Uh, I didn't know that
1: he is uh, fourth he owns the pin lab Uh, yeah he is uh, that's his building yeah okay it's uh, his company
0: what am I buttering up to you for I should be talking to him this is garbage (laughs) I'm going to cancel no we'll continue this (laughs) I'm enjoying talking to you Peter this is
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah So uh, I'm looking forward to to the the biggest EPC ever.
0: And the format's a little different. So most of us in North America, when we go to these events, maybe it's match play, maybe it's a pump and dump. So Peter, what is the format of the European Pinball Championships?
1: Uh, Well, you have a a bank of uh, 36 machines, if I remember correct. And you have to choose 10 different machines and play one game on on those machines so it's uh, it's score based
0: kind of a best score how many people make it onto the finals
1: uh, if i remember correct it's 96
0: okay all right um, i know levy I neyman for- from new york he went last year and he loved it and i know so did lyman sheets he also enjoyed his time at the european pinball championship so That's what kind of brings me in. When I hear those two say that it's a really good tournament, good format, okay, they're going to show up. But there's also the Danish Pinball Open too, correct?
1: Yeah, that's going to be played as well in uh, some different time slots, of course. Um, And it's kind of the same. It's like uh, 24 machines, uh, a bank of that, and then you'll uh, have to pick eight games, eight different games as well.
0: And I know the European Championship, that's sold out, correct?
1: Uh, it's, uh, well, they, it was sold out, and then they expanded to 400 people. Oh, my. I think, like, I think it's maybe 20 tickets or something left.
0: Okay, Danish Pinball oh. Open, same thing for that?
1: Yeah, you, uh, you are in the Danish Pinball Open if you're in the EPC, so it's combined.
0: That's good. Now all you have to do for the trifecta is join the Pinball Profile World Tour event at the, I'm not going to say Flipper Claylard, and at the Flipper Basement.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, that's great. (laughs) And then the the national tournament, if you're in that as well.
0: Holy moly. I hope my Uh, wife doesn't listen to this. I said, don't worry, hon, I'm only playing pinball maybe one, two days. We'll have a great time in Denmark. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. yeah you better give me some things to do while we are in Copenhagen so that my wife has something to do and it better be more than just going to see the Little Mermaid what should I be going to check out in Copenhagen
1: oh well of course uh, the different pinball locations if uh, if possible
0: I'm talking about I'm not for me I'm talking about for my wife here I'm trying to save a marriage here help me out Peter
1: yeah um, well the different parts of the city and uh, it's like we are located uh, with the flipper basement in uh, Naples, which is like a very cultural place Okay. then in inner city uh, play, there's Duomo. Uh, it's like also uh, yeah all these old buildings and nice small restaurants nice. a very nice atmosphere and you have a Christiania which is like also a uh, a must see for a lot of people. Like its own it's like its own little community where uh yeah, like uh we just like yeah it's it's sold there and they have their own community and it's like in the inner inner city.
0: My wife's best yeah. friend said you will absolutely love Copenhagen so that helped me a big time too.
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> that was great.
0: <laughs> but a beautiful great. harbor and a lovely canal yeah. and all these great things. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: It's uh, yeah, I'm sure she'll like it as well.
0: Maybe I'll get her to flip once or twice. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. So <laughs> There's no spots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she'll have to come to my event uh, anyway. Yeah. Peter, as we've said off the top, only six years. What was it that got you hooked into pinball?
1: Um, well, uh, back in the days, in my,
0: we had like
1: a club after school where they had a pinball machine, which is like many years ago. Um, and then, I, of course, stopped going to that club after after I went in the school that uh, was next to that. And uh, I didn't play pinball for many years. And my uh, my big brother and his friends one day uh, asked me if I want to come play. And uh, like, a, a, yeah, it was a basement as well. It was uh, the pin lab 2.0 Now it's point oh it's like the third location it's where it's located at now okay. and it just uh <laughs> it just took off from there um and i just started playing in some smaller tournaments one big danish tournament and uh yeah it uh, it, it just uh, <laughs> it took me by surprise and i i just loved it
0: Now, there are a lot of people listening to Pinball Profile right now that are very good players, and maybe they don't travel a lot. What was it for you that said, okay, I'm going to take this to the next level? I'm going to go to different countries, sometimes even to North America, too. You were in Canada last year. I saw you at Adam Becker's place with the IFPA 15. What was it that made you decide, okay, I'm going to travel now and and see how good I can get in the world rankings? Which has obviously paid off. You're eighth now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well, uh, just, uh, I like the travel and I like to combine it with a, uh, with a vacation because when you travel so far uh, I'm not just mostly doing that for pinball but all the, some of the European places I go to it's, I can do that for just for the pinball part of it uh, if it's like a weekend event then it's easy for me to travel while not working so it's to travel uh, in Europe, and it's uh, it's 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 a big. Uh, you get to meet all, all the great players. You get to play machines you haven't tried yet, because in Denmark we don't have that many machines, since there are not many that many uh, competitive players, like 200 or 250 uh, registered players. So you have to travel a lot if you wanna for the top.
0: I was just at a tournament in Cleveland and the winner of that tournament for the Stern Pro Circuit was named yeah. Luke Nahorniak from Minnesota. He drove 11, 12 hours to get there. Obviously, it paid off. He won the tournament, but those kind of long drives, I mean, if you were in a car for 11, 12 hours, you could hit a lot of countries in Europe.
1: Yeah, you could. You could go very far, actually. And again, it, it's it's too cheap to fly to, to take the car uh, oh, okay. normally here. So, so. Sometimes it's okay if the if you still need to rent a car and it's like too uh, still far from the place where you're going. But normally it's it it is like if you can when you fly to like Germany, then it's mostly like maybe like eighty bucks or something like that American. So like a little more Canadian.
0: Sure, you know your uh, currencies. Sure.
1: A little. <laughs> <laughs> you travel, so you get.
0: Yeah, you get, I get hold it. Of it. <laughs> I was hoping to use some euros, but no, it's Kron there in Denmark, isn't it's it? Cronus, yeah, yeah, Dane's Cronus. Okay, the it's only. Yeah,
1: it's not worth
0: a lot. Okay, play, yeah. the only Dane I know really well is Andreas Peterson from Matchplay. Oh, yeah. Play. I think he's give or take a foot, seven foot eight. So I assume all Danish people are huge, huge, huge people. Is that what I'm supposed to? Am I, I going to be looking at a bunch of giants when I go to Denmark?
1: Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I think they're uh, pretty standard size. With okay. Like, yeah, five foot ten or something.
0: <laughs> do you have any games at home?
1: I have one game. What do you have? Uh, I live in an apartment, so I have an Iron Man.
0: An Iron Man, boy, that tests yeah. your skills. You got to be pretty quick there, don't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like the game a lot because you can take a game when you feel for it, and you won't have a a long game like I I've had the Star Trek LE at home, and that gets a little boring after you have these half an hour games. So I like a a, a quick and it's the rule set on on Iron Man is like pretty straightforward. So I like the game a lot, and uh, it's been pimped out. So it has the invincible glass and the uh, coated uh, rails and legs and corn door and everything. So it's uh, it's not a machine I wanna put down in the in the basement. Where I can uh, have a look at it all the time.
0: So when you play Iron Man at a tournament, that's obviously not at your place. Is that an advantage for you or a disadvantage? Because you will know the rules, but it might not shoot the same. It might not be at the same level pitch. They might have different rubbers on. The flippers might be at a different angle. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage when you play a game in a tournament that you own?
1: I feel like it's a disadvantage, especially when uh, with a game like Iron Man that is. So straightforward rule-wise, everybody knows what to do, and it plays differently than what you're used to. So it's a, it's not an advantage for me because you can't just do the Rams and go for both just do that over and over again like you normally can at home. So it's uh it's it's, it's not that easy when you play another
0: one. Okay, mental note: pick yeah. Iron Man against Peter in Denmark. <laughs> Got it. Okay.
1: There should be an Iron Man in the tournament.
0: Oh, everyone's picking it against you now. Every single person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, I know in Denmark, there's no awarding of cash for tournaments, correct? Yeah, normally not. That's a law or something, is it not?
1: We have had some prize money and some, you could win like a machine and stuff. So we have like prize tournaments, but it's, again, it's so, the pinball community is still so small. So, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a problem.
0: I guess what I was getting at is, if there's not that, what has it been like in Denmark? I think the first time I think I ever saw a gambling site talk about pinball players was, in fact, when IFPA, the championship, was in Denmark, and I saw this betting line of all these players, and I went, whoa, is, is that a European thing? Is that a Denmark thing? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was uh, like, this. They, they sponsored, so uh, they got a, a cash pool so they could uh, bring buses so people could get from tournament to tournament in the pre-events. So they used the sponsorship for that. Uh-huh. And of course, since you can't really bet yourse- uh, yourself when you're playing in the tournaments, then, uh, then it's like, then there's not many, very many people uh, putting on bets on pinball. So, but it was because of they were a sponsor of tournament so mm-hmm. that was why they also had these bets as well it was like the beginning of, of pinball gambling
0: yeah no kidding that's the first i saw it it was two years ago and it was in denmark okay yeah well we're only boy we're a month away from uh seeing you yeah, it's getting close in denmark i'm excited this will be a lot of fun yeah, me too better I brush up on some foreign ironmans if i were you let's yeah. stop playing oh, your oh, one at home
1: I'm going to a, a, a tournament next weekend in Sweden. Also, I don't know. it's like one hundred and thirty people, I think it's called the, the Bulls Pinball Open.
0: Oh yes, I that's think huge they have
1: three three tournaments and then I'm as I told earlier, a midsummer uh, event in Fulda in Germany just before the, the week before uh, the EPC. That could uh, be a success if I uh, get it form and, yeah, play my cards right.
0: So where you stand right now, I mean, it's pretty much a lock. Are you going to be coming to IFPA 17 in Florida next year?
1: Uh, yeah, I will. Definitely. Good for you. I'll combine it
0: with a vacation as well. Great. Good idea. Peter, I will see you in just a few weeks. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a lot. Thanks for talking about the European Pinball Championship, the Danish Pinball Open, and of course the Pinball Profile World Tour at, should I try it again? Should I try to screw up the name one more time? <laughs> Flipper K. Larden. I'm not even close. <laughs> it's close. Flipper K. <laughs> the Flipper Basement. So make sure you join us yeah. on October 10th. You can find out our event on our Facebook page and also on IFPA Calendar. Peter Anderson, a pleasure to talk to you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in just a few weeks. Yeah, great. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us at pinballprofile at gmail.com and please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. I'm Jeff T. Wonderful,
1: Wonderful, wonderful, and
0: friendly old girl of town.
1: neath her tavern light on this merry night. Let us clink.